Hello and welcome to the Mindful in Minutes podcast, a guided meditations podcast brought to you by Yoga for You. I'm Kelly, and today I'll be leading you through your meditation. So go ahead and get comfortable, settle in, and enjoy your meditation practice. This episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. Now, Inside Tracker knows that no two bodies are the same and that you are unique and your nutrition and fitness plan and health, that should all be unique too. So, Inside Tracker helps you optimize your body using science and technology to deliver ultra personalized guidance. They have a cutting edge algorithmic engine, which, how cool is that? That will analyze your blood, DNA, and lifestyle habits and guide you to your goals with actionable recommendations. So I love Inside Tracker. I got my first um, ultimate test done this winter and I just got another one done. And I love how I get actual data and information about what's happening inside of my body. So I really wanted to look at just some of my um, vitamin levels, some of my hormones. Things have really changed since I had pork chop. So I just wanted to get a clear snapshot of what was happening in my body so that I could really get a just like a personalized recommendation on how I can best take care of myself. And so with that data, um, I got some really great recommendations for how I can really just optimize how I'm living and to be able to show up as my best self for all of you and for Porkchop and for myself as well. So if you want to try Inside Tracker, you can right now, Mindful Minutes listeners, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com slash MIM and use code MIM20 to save. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. I'm Kelly, and today in this Freeform episode, I'm going to be sharing some instant ways that you can find some joy right now. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this episode when it is released, it is the summer solstice, which is a time of light and life and abundance and beauty. So the meditation that was released yesterday was a summer solstice meditation to really help you just tune into that energy and to welcome in that light and abundance and life into your life but you don't just i just think it's like oh bring life into your life but you guys know what i mean uh but you can use it anytime not just around the summer solstice anytime that you're ready to welcome in that beauty and abundance and vitality into your life you can use that meditation but going off of that theme of the summer solstice i really wanted to talk about just some easy simple ways that you can bring a little bit of happiness and joy into your life because you know here in this beautiful community, we're all about just finding joy and just making those little changes, finding ways to connect with your true self and to live your authentic and happy life. So, yeah. And I don't know if I've touched on this before, but I have a deep love for all of the seasons and what they signify. So summer, just like I said, is the time of light and abundance. Fall is the time of 
releasing and shedding and kind of that natural cycle of life. Winter is the time of like death and darkness, which sounds very dark, but it's, you know, not really. It's more like the time of like rest and hibernation and like shutting down so you can regenerate so that then when spring is that time of rebirth and renewal, you have the energy to really be reborn and have a new beginning. So I love them all. I think they all serve a purpose. So I just wanted to, I guess, just touch on on the summer solstice and the season that we're currently in right now, which is summer and the time of light and joy and abundance. So before we dive into, it's a list of 15 ways, actually, 15 and um, a couple honorable mentions. Because you guys know I love to, you know, make a couple notes to keep myself on track. Um, but just a quick reminder that the summer session of meditation teacher training is currently open for enrollment. So this is my 30-hour course that is offered twice a year, and it gives you everything that you need to become a meditation teacher. Yes, you will get that coveted certificate at the end. I think that's like one of the number one questions. People are like, do I get a certificate at the end? Yes, you totally get a certificate at the end. Um, it's all done at your own pace. It is done online. And over the course of the 30 hours, you will study the foundations of meditation, the history and background of the practice. You'll explore how to teach some of the most common styles of meditation. You'll learn how to find your voice as a teacher. And you will also take a deep dive into writing guided meditations, just like you hear on Mindful in Minutes every single week as well as six other styles of meditation. Then I also give an extensive training on the anatomy and physiology of meditation, which dare I say that the history and anatomy and all of that, I think is really fun. So enrollment uh, closes in one week from today, which I think is, let me just quick look at my calendar. Uh, it is June 26th of 2022. Enrollment is closing. So you have about one week. I would love to have you. I will put all the information in the show notes. Um, but if you've ever dreamed of going really deep into your meditation practice or being a meditation teacher, I would love to have you there. So that is that. And now let's talk about joy other than, let me tell you, helping other people become a meditation teacher. Like that really is one of the biggest joys in my life. It really truly is. I just, meditation teacher training season just it brings me so much happiness and joy. So that's one way that I'm bringing joy into my life. But all right, let's dive into the list because if there is just one thing that we are all about other than meditation, it really is finding your joy. So these are 15 ways to bring joy into your life right now today. So the first one is to make a list of things that make you happy and then pick one and do it. I know that that sounds really simple. And honestly, most of these are simple. Like that's the point. I think that we sometimes get stuck in this trap of looking for just different ways to find joy. And we think that it needs to be complex or we need to do this and then we need to do that. And when I have this, then I'll have that joy. But really the joy is it's already all around us. It's within us and it's in like the little things. So making a list of things that make you happy, it, they don't have to be complex. They can be very simple. You know, some things on my list, I would just be like a fresh cup of coffee brings me joy. Listening to birds chirping, meditation teacher training season. It really does. This is not a plug. Really. I just, I am giddy this time of year because it's just really special. Um, you know, waking up when the sun rises like these are all just little things that 
just bring me joy, Mila, pork chop, right? Once you start like writing your list of just little things that make you happy, uh, it just, it like, it starts pouring out of you. And then you have more things and more things and more things. Then you kind of look at it all and you're like, oh my gosh, look at all of these just simple but beautiful things that bring me joy. And if you need a little bit of happiness, just look at that list and then do one of those things. So maybe for me, it would be like, oh, you know what? I am going to make a fresh cup of coffee and I'm going to enjoy it. I've gotten like a little bit into, I got out of it for a little bit because, you know, pork chop and whatever. Um, but like getting like different like coffee grounds from like different, you know, all sorts of like different like roasted, kind of like how you can like get into like wine tasting in a way, like doing that. But like with coffee, I have found it just be like kind of interesting. I've really cut back on my caffeine over the last few years, um, but I do have like a cup of coffee every day. And so now that I'm really, you know, cutting back on it and just having like one or two, um, I am just really finding a lot of joy and like savoring that cup of coffee when I can. And, you know, just trying like different like tasty notes and things. I don't know. It's just fun. And I enjoy it. So I might look at that list. And I'll be like, you know, what? a fresh cup of coffee with these new grounds. That does sound fun. And then I'd make myself a cup of coffee and like my little French press or a pour over because, you know, it makes me feel fancy. And then I would drink it. And then boom, there you go. I just found a little bit of joy um, in my life. So that's the first one. Make a list of things that make you happy. Pick one and do it. Um, the second one, look for small bits of beauty in your world. I promise you, no matter where you are, no matter what you are going through right now, no matter what your environment is like, you can find beauty somewhere for something. Like a, there is something small and beautiful in your world right now. It can be, you know, of course, I find one of the easiest ways to do this is to go out into nature or to look at anything that is like a living being, humans included, and looking at the beauty and you can look at plants. You also can look at like um, like someone's eye. Like, I don't know, maybe you don't, maybe don't do this with like a stranger. <laughs> but no, you know what you should do? You should do it with yourself. This is something that we did on the um, sacred stillness retreat in Hawaii. I made everyone show up one morning and I was like, oh, and bring a mirror and, you know, whatever. I think they're kind of like, all right. All right, Kelly, what are we up to today? Because uh, you never know what you're up to when you're on a retreat with me. But so I had everyone bring a mirror and we did like some soul gazing, which we won't get into that today. But basically, that's having people like look really deeply like into their own eyes. So you can do it with yourself. Just look in the mirror and look at like the beauty of your own eye. When you actually look at it, it's I mean, it's incredible. No matter what the color is, it's just like it's so intricate and just it's really cool and beautiful. So you could even look at the beauty of like your own eye and just be like, oh, my gosh, like the universe or Mother Nature like created this beautiful, unique eye that I have. Or you can look at nature or you can look at the beauty. Like I always think it's really special. Um <laughs> I'm kind of thinking about what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know. Is is this like, am I weird? I don't know. Probably I am. And I'm okay with that. But I think it's one thing, one place that I see a lot of beauty in my life is like the connection between people. So like if you see someone like, I don't know, just giving someone else a hug or like the love between like a parent and a child or like between like two children, my neighbors, um, they have these two children and they're just, they're, they're really funny. They're just such like, they're just very like boisterous children. Anyways, I love them. And they just have this really sweet relationship. Um, and so every once in a while over here, you know, a conversation that they're having like next door if they're out in the yard or whatever. And it's just like there's a lot of beauty in just like relationships between people and 
So there's beauty everywhere. So if you go out into the world and you look for small bits of beauty, you will find it and it will bring you a little bit of joy. Number three is get outside and breathe some fresh air. We know that this helps to boost our mood. We know like everything just feels better. Even opening your window, if you can't go outside, like opening your window and taking just like feeling a little bit of like sun on your face or just taking a breath of fresh air, like it just feels good and it will bring you joy. So going outside, um, if you really want to get kind of like earthy, you could go outside barefoot, like root your feet into the grass and take a few deep breaths. I do this a lot in my backyard. I do think that I am, actually, I know that I am that unique, eclectic neighbor that does things like go outside barefoot and take a few deep breaths. Um, But, you know, it brings me joy and it feels good. So give that a try. Just go outside and breathe some fresh air. Um, Number four, do something kind for someone else. It really, really feels good to do good for others. So that could be saying something kind to someone if you're in the drive-thru, like at Starbucks, like you can pay for the person behind you or um, just giving someone like a hand. I know I've, I've talked about Target a lot on this podcast and how I see the best and the worst of humanity there. Um, but, you know, every once in a while, someone will just like do something kind and they'll just be like, oh, you have your hands full. Like, let me get the door for you there. Um, the other day, I think I said this, but the other day, Pork Chop was having just like a grade A, like a toddler temper tantrum over something ridiculous in Target. And there's this woman behind me. I have no idea if she was a mom or not, but she was just like, and she was like, oh my gosh, like you are so, she's like, you're so patient with him. And she was like, you're doing great. She's like, you know, it's obvious you love your child so much. You're so patient with him. And that was just like one of the sweetest things ever of like, you know, it's kind of embarrassing to have your toddler have this meltdown in the checkout line at Target. And just instead of someone kind of giving you that look, they're just like, wow, like you're really patient with him. Like, you know, he, you obviously love him so much. Like that was just so kind. And so any little thing, just doing something kind, texting someone you haven't texted for a while, see how they're doing, do something nice for someone. It feels good and it will bring you joy. Number five is write a gratitude list. This is kind of like the first one where you make the list of things that make you happy and then pick one. But for me, when I start writing a gratitude list, if I just do kind of like a free flowing, like sit down, start writing things that I'm grateful for, like it might take a moment or two for things to start coming. But then it's like the floodgates are open and it just starts like coming. You're like, oh, and I'm grateful for this. and I'm grateful for that and that and that. And all of a sudden you look at your list and you realize that there's just an abundance in life and in, in your life to be grateful for. And I think that that's really special and beautiful and it does bring you a lot of joy so even just sitting down writing a gratitude list whether it's you know three things or 300 things it's so simple and it feels really really good and I personally like to do this on just the days I think it's something that you should practice every day um I you know I try to pork chop and I every morning when we wake up, um, well, when he wakes up and I go in and I get him from his crib and we go to like his window and we open up the window and we just say like, hello world, hello, you know, neighbors, hello sun. And we kind of say hello to the things that we see outside the window. And then we always say, um, it's another beautiful day. Thank you for another day of life and another day together. And then we say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I started doing this like when he was really little, especially when I was like in the thick of having like some just like a hefty dose of postpartum anxiety 
and just being really, you know, worried about him when he slept. And um, and so, you know, when we made it through another night, which were always tricky and it was morning, um, you know, I started doing this where we look out and we thank the universe for, you know, another day of life and another day together. And um, that's something that brought me a lot of comfort. And it's really cool now because now that pork chop's a little bit older, um, he'll do this thing, even though he's still like not quite talking yet, he'll take his little like fists and he kind of like pumps them three times when I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Or I'll say, thank you for, you know, and thanks, you know, it's another beautiful day. Thank you for another day of life and another day together. And then I'll go, okay, pork chop, what do we say? And he pumps his little fists three times because he knows we're going to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that to me sometimes is like writing my little mini gratitude list because it's like looking at, um, you know, what's outside of the window, but then also just acknowledging like we were given another day on earth to live and to be here and to also be together. And that's really um, special and brings me a lot of joy. And that's something that I hope to teach him is just the power of gratitude. So I try to practice gratitude every single day. Of course, I'm human, so it doesn't always happen. But in particular, on the days where it just is a tougher day, I find that taking a moment to pause and write a gratitude list can help bring just a little bit of happiness and joy into that day. Uh, Number six is tell someone that you love what they mean to you. So this kind of goes with doing something kind for someone, but it's more specifically for someone that you love. Maybe you think about this person a lot or maybe they do something for you and you think like that's so nice like I love it when they do that for me but take the time to actually tell them and just be like hey like I am so grateful that you're in my life or you know I love that you do this thing for me without thinking or you know just let one of your parents know what you love about them or your children or a friend like next time you see when you're a really good friend just be like I am so grateful that we're friends like you know you're just you're just so uplifting to me and, you know, and I love you or whatever it is, right? Taking the time to actually tell someone that you love what they mean to you, it feels good because you are connecting and you're also acknowledging some of the good that's in your life, which is that person and that relationship. And chances are they will probably tell you something that they love about you too, which is always nice um, to, you know, there's just all those people that we have that are special and that are you know, that we're grateful for and acknowledging that we're grateful for them and what it is that we love about them can bring a lot of joy. Number seven is do something that feels indulgent but guilt-free. This is something I've personally been working on myself. Um, As you guys know, I have had some you know, ups and downs just with my relationship with food and my body. And it's something that I've really been working on for the majority of my adult life. And I think sometimes I still find myself falling in that trap at times of being like, oh, I'm eating this food like that's So, you know, naughty. And and I really don't want to get, you know, too deep into that in particular. But when I find myself, you know, having those thoughts that I thought maybe I'd move past I think a lot about this idea of like indulgence or the guilt that we put on ourselves for doing something that just like feels good. And sometimes that can mean food, but also sometimes that can mean like instead of working that you're like, you know, I just want to watch like one episode of the show that I'm watching and like it just feels good. I think that we are very quick or at least I think I'm very quick to discount or to not just allow myself to do something just because like it's a little bit indulgent and it's fun and it feels good and like that's okay I don't have to guilt myself about that 
So I find that sometimes just doing something that just feels like a little bit indulgent or I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, whatever. It's I pork chop is taking a nap, so I should be working, but you know, I'm gonna read a book or I'm gonna do watch something or I'm going to pick up my favorite, you know, cookie from this coffee shop. Whatever it is, right? And and not letting myself guilt myself over these indulgences like so, like life is short sometimes just like do something that feels good and doing things that feel good and make you happy yeah it might feel indulgent but that's okay and we shouldn't guilt ourselves over it so that's just something that I personally have been thinking a lot about about like indulgence and guilt and like why am I or why are we guilting ourselves over things that are you know not like why is indulgence bad sometimes it can be good Number eight, do something new or learn something new. I think it's so fun to learn something new or to watch a YouTube video on something and then give it a try or to take a course or take a training or listen to a lecture or read a book on something new. I think being a student and just learning something new, whether it's like relevant to your field or your work or not, I think that's so fun. In fact, sometimes I think it's more fun when it's just totally like out of left field or something that just isn't isn't going to necessarily like progress you in a way. I find myself sometimes really thinking about like, oh, I'm going to learn something new. So I want to learn something new about meditation. I want to learn something new about um, finding joy or the true self. And I do really enjoy learning those new things. But also sometimes I think it's really fun to like learn how to make jam or something that's just so it's like, I don't know, like, is that going to advance my career? Probably not. And that's okay. And it's all right to just learn something for the sake of learning it and having fun and being a student. So doing something new or learning something new, I think is such a fun, simple way to bring a little bit of joy into your day and into your life. So number nine, reflect on what's blocking your joy and do something about it. So again, this you could do this as journaling or making a list. And I think that at times we like we know when we're not happy. And sometimes it can be as simple as, you know, looking, doing a little bit of introspection, maybe writing a list about like what's blocking our joy right now, what's stopping us from being happy. And you don't have to start with the biggest, baddest, you know, thing. You don't have to dive deep into the shadows, but you could just look at something at this list and pick a simple one that's kind of getting in the way of your joy. Maybe it's something like, I'm staying up too late and not getting enough sleep, so I feel drained during the day and it's hard for me to get excited or something like that. And then just start doing something about it. Try to go to bed 10 or 20 minutes earlier. Try to maybe turn off your screens a little bit earlier before bed and just looking at like what's getting in the way of your happiness now and of those things what's one just simple thing that you could start working on or doing something about right now to try to move closer to a space of joy number 10 is soul writing on what joy means to you i love some good soul writing if you've done a retreat whether it's virtual or in person we've probably done some form of soul writing which is where you do a little bit of meditation and you turn inward and you try to connect with the soul space. Then right from that meditation, you just try to you know open your eyes. You already have your journal prompt there. And then you just start writing, like total free form, just write whatever comes out. The idea is that you're trying to write from the soul space without editing. So not having that 
part of your brain that might try to edit or say, oh, does that really bring you joy or kind of be critical? We're just ready from the soul space and reflecting on like, what brings me joy? And then you just write, see what comes out. Don't edit, nothing. Just let it all come out and it's all done. Look and reflect on it. And you might be surprised at what comes out. And it might give you a lot of insight into what can actually bring you some meaningful and simple joy into your life today. So I'm going to interrupt this episode just for a second to tell you about Sakara Life. Now, you have heard me talk about this before, and I love Sakara Life. I love their meal kits. I actually just got a three-day meal kit. It was recently my birthday. I wanted to treat myself that week and just fuel my body well and just surround myself with like these beautiful, delicious, nourishing meals. But I've also really been into their teas. It is just one of my personal favorites right now. I love their tea collection. I like the detox tea. I just love the flavor of it. And it's something that during the day, I like to make a big cup of it and kind of sip it throughout the day. And something that comes up a lot with Saqqara Life, like I saw it around like on Instagram, all these different places a bunch of times before I actually tried it. And I was like, ah, is the hype real? And it took a while for me to bite the bullet and order. And now I'm so happy that I did. I'm like, obsessed. And if you want to try it, I highly recommend that you give Sakara Life a try. Just, you know, see what it's all about. Order something. I know that you will love it. But if you want to give it a try, don't pay full price because who wants to do that? Don't, you know, don't pay full price. So Mindful Minutes listeners get 20% off your first meal program or 10-day reset with code XOKELLYS. So X-O-K-E-L-L-Y-S. You can get 20% off and go try the meal programs because they're seriously delicious and I'm obsessed with them. So go give them a try and you'll be feeling so, so good. Okay, so now number 11, spruce up your space. So clean up your apartment, get a new plant, make your space a little happiness sanctuary. You don't necessarily have to buy anything to do that, but I very much believe a cluttered space leads to a cluttered mind. I believe this because I often have a cluttered space and I think that makes my mind a bit cluttered too. So I'm speaking from my own experience, but you know how good it feels when you just kind of like clean everything up and everything's all put away and it's just like fresh and open. You're just like, you can just like breathe. I think that's such a simple way to just bring a little bit of joy and just think of your space as a happiness sanctuary. I mean, we spend so much time in our homes and in our apartments, in our rooms, or maybe you want to do this with your office or your workspace. If you're going to spend a lot of time there, like make it a little happiness sanctuary, whatever that means for you. Number 12 is to breathe deeply and release, you know, negativity, sadness, heaviness, when you breathe out. So this is a breath practice that I really like. We've utilized this on a few different meditations. But when you breathe in, really thinking about bringing in just that lightness, that joy, that happiness, breathe it into your body. And then when you breathe out, release that negativity and that sadness, that heaviness, really let it go on your exhale. And you could maybe on the inhale, think happiness and joy, exhale, you know, negativity and sadness you also could visualize this so like if happiness and joy have a certain color to you maybe when you breathe in you're imagining you're breathing in that particular color and maybe negativity and sadness have a certain color to you so when you breathe out it's that color play with it a little bit 
but breathing deeply, connecting with your breath and thinking about all of the goodness and joy coming into you when you breathe in and everything that you're ready to release, leaving you on the breath out. It can be really, really powerful and just a nice little practice. Plus connecting with your breath in general can also boost your mood. Number 13 is to take yourself on a date. So I talked about this a few episodes back, but date yourself, like try to get to know yourself, do something that's fun, spoil yourself a little bit, go to a movie just by yourself or go for a walk or do something that is just fun and special and thoughtful for you. It'll feel really good. It'll bring you a little bit of joy and fun is good. Fun brings happiness. So if you haven't taken yourself on a date ever or lately, give that a try. Number 14, listen to music that makes you feel happy and just be conscious of what you're consuming. So listening to music that is uplifting always helps, you know, moving your body a little bit, kind of, you know, vibing to the music that always feels good, but also just do a quick little audit of like, what are you consuming? So is, you know, what you're watching on Netflix, like, is that making you feel happy or maybe not so happy or the people that you're following on social media does that make you does that serve your happiness or not so much think about what you're consuming every day and is there something that you can stop consuming that is getting in the way of your happiness or is there something that you need to consume more of for your happiness is it kind of a swap is it following less of these types of accounts and following more of these types of accounts or is it reading this type of book over that type of book, like just being aware of what you're consuming and then just listening to music or reading things or watching things that bring you joy and are uplifting to you. Very easy way to bring some happiness into your day. The number 15, have a good laugh. This could be calling a friend. I have a very good friend, Daniela. Those of you that have been on retreats with me, um, we, you know, she helps me with retreats logistics. She is absolutely one of my best friends. We can laugh about anything and we do and we laugh so often. So is it just, you know, texting that friend that you can always laugh with? Is it watching something that you know is going to make you laugh? Like just have a good laugh. It brings so much joy it makes you happy. It feels good. So doing that. And in the vein of having a good laugh, uh, after I made this list, after I did all, I, you know, 15 of mine, I did a quick Google search because I was like, okay, is there something, is there a big one that like I'm missing? And I always like to do my notes first and then do some Googling just to make sure that like I didn't miss anything. So I did that. I Googled ways to find joy in life. And there were three in particular that made me laugh and I promise these are real I mean I found them on the internet so they must be true um, but I yeah so three things that people have recommended and I don't like if you're listening with your kids like you could probably just end the episode here uh, just you know a little warning there but um yeah so these are apparently three ways that I didn't think of that according to the internet will bring you more joy number one sit up straighter sure cool. No problem. Let's sit up straighter, create some space in the spine. Like that one, I was like, okay, yeah, I could see that. A number two was make sure you're having more sex than your friends are having. And I don't know what it was about that. Maybe I'm just like a very shy and just like a very buttoned up like mother in her 30s. But that just made me laugh. And I was like, 
I don't know. Like, I never thought about that. Like, is that something that would really contribute to my joy? Like, if I just knew that I was, like, having more sex with my friends, like, would I be happier? I don't know. But anyways, according to the internet, if we all just make sure that we are just doing it more than our friends, we're definitely going to be happier than them. And then another one that I saw more than once was eat more beans. And, (laughs) like, I don't know. I mean, whatever. You can come to your own conclusion with that. So eating more beans. So sitting up straight you know, being the friskiest one in your friend group and eating more beans are apparently three other ways that you can find joy in your life today. So do that as you will. They made me giggle. So that is it. Those are 15 ways, I guess technically 18 if you do the last three, that you can bring instant joy into your life. So I hope that you give these a try and that summer solstice is being good to you and bringing you light and beauty and abundance and happiness And I hope you enjoy the summer solstice meditation as well. So as you know, I now like to close out these episodes with um, answering one of your questions. So if you have a question that you want me to answer on one of these episodes, you can either DM me on Instagram at yoga for you online, or you can send me an email info at yoga for you online.com. So this question is from Kristen, and she was wondering, how do you mentally reset after a bad day? This in and of itself could be its own podcast episode, but I'll give you the short version. I personally reset after a bad day. First, at the end of that day, I try to just acknowledge like, you know, that was just kind of a rough day. That was just meh. You know, that really just uh, was not my best day, not a winner. Actually, you know, it's funny that this question was showing up this I actually had kind of a rough day yesterday there's just a lot going on and I was feeling overwhelmed and you know it's one of those days where you're like gosh like am I good at anything and you just feel like a failure at everything I don't know maybe I'm the only one that has those days um, but I had one yesterday so what I like to do is acknowledge just be honest with myself like you know what today definitely not my best day so I try to acknowledge it And then I also give myself permission that tomorrow will be a different day. Then I like to do some kind of a cleansing practice. Honestly, for me, a lot of times that looks like just taking a shower and imagining that I'm like literally washing the day away, removing it, clearing it. You also could like take a bath or if there's another cleansing practice that you like, you could use crystals, whatever it is. I just like to take a shower, imagine I'm washing the day away and then giving myself permission to get some sleep. Um, That's not always the easiest because after a tough day, I find that I wake up a lot still thinking about those things. But I try to remind myself that now is the time for sleep. And then the next day, I like to start my morning with a meditation to, again, kind of wipe the slate clean and give myself permission to have a new day and to welcome um, whatever it is, whether it's joy or happiness or mental clarity, whatever I need that day, welcoming it in. So that's how I personally reset after a bad day. And then something that is currently bringing me some joy in my life. Uh, If you are local to the Twin Cities, I have really been enjoying uh, these ginger cookies from Honey and Rye Bakery. It's uh, it's out of the way for me, so I don't go there often. But when I do, uh, their ginger cookies are just divine. And I've I just I really been enjoying them. And so going and like getting a cup of coffee and having a delicious ginger cookie has been really lovely. And I've been enjoying it and that's bringing me joy. So that is that. And thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you are all doing well. And if you are still here in this space, thank you. Thank you. And that's it. Goodbye.